Thank you, Darren, for the great presentation. And thank you for being here. Uh, this is a very preliminary work, so any comment is very well appreciated. Um, and it's a cohort of work with Ainoa Parisio, which is a professor, uh, assistant professor at Collegio Carlo Alberto. So we're going to talk about living arrangement and uh, emancipation pattern, which means, uh, which it's related to the fact that young people, especially in, South in Southern European country, tend to live longer with their parents. The fraction of young people living with their parents has increased sharply in the last three decades, especially in uh, Spain, Italy, Portugal, and Greece. And uh, what is striking is the difference in the percentage of young people living with their parents in the age break at 1834 across Europe. So we have around 60% of youngsters still at home, uh, at parental home in Spain, Italy, Portugal, and Greece. The same percentage for France, UK, and Netherlands is around 40%, while Northern country display a 20% fraction of young people below 34 years old still with their parents. Uh, so um, this is a concern for policymakers because late youngster emancipation, of course, delay as well other choice like uh, fertility, marriage, uh, labor supply choice. So the independence, the light, delay in independence of young people have also economic effect for the society. And, uh, and for this reason, in some country like in Spain, some policies have been implemented in order to incentivate young people to leave parental home earlier. So I'm going to, to use this policy that has been implemented in Spain, which is the Renta Basica de Emancipación, which is basically a subsidy, a cash subsidy given to young people under certain, uh, with certain uh, requirement in order to help them cope with rental expenses. Um, the question that we, we try to answer in this paper, so there is a previous paper where we tried to assess the effect of this policy and emancipation pattern, and we found that actually it is effective, uh, but in increasing emancipation, fertility, and uh, cohabitation between partners. Uh, and now we use the policy as an exogenous source uh, of identification for peer effects, basically. And the question we try to answer is whether peer effects among siblings amplify the effect of the policy. So the, 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 the question is, if my brother leaves parental home, what is, is the probability that I'm leaving higher or lower? Okay, and why this is important? This is important also to know uh, how the effect of the policy can be amplified uh, because of social interaction uh, between siblings with, within an household. Okay, so uh, let me give a short summary of the paper in a nutshell. Uh, so the question we're trying to answer is whether peer effects among siblings amplify the effect of a policy that try to incentivate young people to leave parental home. The identification arises from the sharp cutoff ineligibility criteria for uh, the Spanish rental subsidy that arises within age, basically. So it's an IV design. Uh, we have an instrument for the probability that the broader emancipate, and we're going to use it as a, uh, an exogenous variation for the probability, for the, uh, for the effect of the probability that the broader emancipate <coughs> on the probability that also the individual lives on. The data come from the EU silk data from, uh, for only for Spain. Uh, and what we found is that peer effects among siblings are negative. So but like quite contrary to what we expected, the, the if my brother leave parental home, the probability that I leave parental home is negative. 
And part of the explanation is related to the age of the parents. So the older is the parent, the youngest of the parents, the lower, the ne the more, yeah, the, the negative, the lower is the probability that they also leave parental home after my brother is left. Uh, and that, uh, then, well, we, uh, I'll talk about elderly care as well and interaction between elderly care and youngest emancipation and independence in countries such as Southern European countries where welfare state is basically uh, left to the family. Okay, uh, so uh, let's review some literature about uh, youngster emancipation. It's a, it's a, it's a recent topic uh, researchers started uh, investigating and there are mainly two reason, two type of reason, two set of reason why young adults uh, are believed to stay longer with their parents in certain European countries. Cultural reason come first and then economic reason. So among the cultural reason, the, uh, the first paper was from Paolo Giuliano in 2007 and our interpretation is that the sexual revolution in the 60s basically allowed young people to leave their sexual independence at home while still enjoying all the benefit of uh, staying uh, at home in Southern European country. While the effect of the sexual revolution in Northern country, in more liberal country, was different in Catholic country that basically allowed young people to stay at home and leaving their independence. Uh, the paper by Banacordia Moretti in 2006 uh, uh, tried to show that uh, there is a preference for parents to have their children at home and they use an external source of variation in uh, parental income to show that parents are willing to trade off part of their own consumption in order to bribe their young kids, to, to the, the, their children to stay home with them. Uh, so there is some evidence that cultural factor uh, affect living arrangement and there are also <laughs> evidence on economic reasons. So uh, the main one are job insecurity uh, that have been investigated. So youngsters in southern European countries, especially Spain and Italy, because of the labor market face much more job insecurity than their parents and much higher job insecurity than their peers in continental and northern Europe and that has been assessed uh, as a factor affecting uh, late, uh, delaying uh, emancipation, youngster emancipation. Uh, the cost of mortgage as well, so Martin and Villanueva use uh, um, a cutoff in, uh, uh, in eligibility rules again for the cost of mortgage and they found that the cost of mortgage has an effect in delaying uh, youngster emancipation and uh, the last paper from Janelle Monfordini showed that also housing price and lifetime earnings affect uh, this decision. So there is a combination of economic and cultural reason that try helping explain this pattern. Uh, as for peer effects, the literature is extensive and it's, um, the one I'm referring most is, uh, um, is related to academic achievements. So the first paper from Oxby, Harry Oxby in 2000, 2001, find all positive effects Peer, positive peer effects in uh, uh, test score and academic achievement. And also there are a positive, effect, a positive peer effects in a decision uh, for, uh, for different outcomes, the use of drugs, smoking habits, uh, uh, consumption of alcohol, and sex initiation. So um, also there's been found some positive, effect, positive peer effects in marital decision and fertility. So all this literature allied that there are positive effects, usually peer effects uh, 
create positive effects uh, among peers. Um, then there is something as well on these two papers um, on peer effects and living arrangement. This Stefano build up an, uh, an, an estimate, a structural model on living arrangement. And she finds evidence that uh, women conform, so there are peer effects among women, but uh, using Italy data, she found that the economic factors are prevailing in explaining uh, these patterns. And then there is this recent paper by Adama Pulu and Kaya, she's, a, she's just a, um, she got into the market this year. And they, they use um, uh, US data to look at peer effects among high school friends in American data and, and find that there is positive uh, effect in the choice, um, so positive peer effects and living arrangement uh, um, across uh, on this data, on the US data. Okay, so what are the challenges of, <coughs> of this type of estimation? There are three main challenges related to, uh, to trying to understand what is the effect of someone else's action on my own reaction. Uh, the first problem is endogenous membership, so when you define the peer, it might, it might be uh, an endogenous peer group. Um, so it's, always, it's difficult to, to decide uh, to find out exogenous group, uh, peer group formation. Uh, the second problem is reflection, so, and it is related to uh, so the, the question that we do to, to try to um, explain this is, does the mirror image cause the person reaction or reflect the person reaction, so, um, which is difficult to uh, identify in a, uh, in a peer effect setting. And then correlating observable, so there might be some variable, omitted variable bias that may affect the choice about individual and uh, uh, um, bias the estimate of the peer effect. Uh, so what we are going to do to overcome this issue, to overcome the endogenous membership uh, problem, we use siblings, which are a naturally occurring peer group and allow us to get rid of this, of this problem. Um, to get rid of the second problem, reflection and cor correlating and observable, we use an instrument. So here you have uh, two equations. The first one is uh, y1 events. So this is the uh, outcome of the first individual as a function of the outcome of the second individual. And we control for a set of characteristics of, two, of the two individual and a group specific individual. If P1 is uh, uh, exogenous to, uh, um, to the unobservable in the first equation and the unobservable in, in, in the second equation, then we can identify lambda. In this case, uh, so usually uh, what the literature do is to use only P1 to instrument the first one. But given the policy that I'm using, and it's going to be clear, more clear in a, in a moment, I need to control for eligibility and expose it through the policy of the first individual and the second individual as well, because they, uh, they might both be uh, eligible for the policy. But conditional on the second individual being eligible for the policy, than the estimation of the first outcome, so the, the, the P1, which is the eligibility of the sibling to the policy, is orthogonal to the outcome of the first individual. And uh, so and with this instrument, Isn't we... Membership endogenous membership? Yeah. It's n if we're talking about siblings, they're not... Ah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 you're, you're right, probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I separated the problem, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, the, the instrument will fix also the, 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 the membership, yeah. Okay. Okay, so let me introduce the, the policy, the uh, Renta Basica de Emancipacion. So it was introduced in Spain in 2008, and it was basically cut in 2012 because of the recession. And the policy goal was to increase emancipation among young people. Uh, what the policy allows, so it gave basically granted a subsidy of 2,010 euro a month for a maximum of four years to all eligible youngsters. And to appreciate the magnitude of this uh, policy, uh, it might be useful to compare it with the average salary of youngster in that age bracket. So uh, 2010 euro a month are 25, it's a quarter of the net average salary of 20, 24 years old. So it's a substantial amount of money for them. And uh, it allowed them to pay 25% of their, of their uh, income to the rent rather than the 42%, which is what they would have paid uh, without the subsidy. So it's a, it's a, it's a big amount of money uh, um, for young people. And beside the monthly payment, uh, there was a one-time transfer, uh, which, was, uh, which included 120 euro a month to pay the bank guarantee, plus 600 euro to pay the loan uh, deposit uh, for the house. Is this problem mainly for one sex or the other? Sorry? Is this, this issue is it mainly for males rather than females? Uh, we well, uh, there are gender differences. So, so apparently it seems that women emancipate even later than men. And oh, one okay. of the reasons is because of marriage. So usually they marry older men and compared to men they leave parental home later. I'm here when I talk about emancipation, it means that you're leaving parental home. You're not living with your parents. So you might either live with the friends or with your partner. And uh, in the first paper that we did using this program, we saw that the policy also increased cohabitation with partner and fertility. So who are the eligibles? So the eligibles are all the 22, 29 years old um, who are renting a contract. So they need to provide evidence of having a rental contract already or they need to provide it uh, within three months from the request of the subsidy. Uh, the other requirement include uh, uh, um, a stable income, stable source of income. So they need to be employed uh, or autonomous worker, or to have a grant holders if they are uh, students, or to be a receiver, so a periodic social benefit, unemployment insurance, uh, which is conditional on having being employed at least for six months, or uh, being entitled to the benefit for at least six months. So the policy wants to have some grant that the individual have some uh, income, source of income, stable source of income. And then there is a, a wage limit, which is, um, less than 1,500 euro a month as a, um, as a salary. Um, everybody is entitled to this, so any European citizen is entitled to the subsidy and also non-European citizens who have uh, permanent right to live in Spain. 
Um, and if there are different uh, uh, eligible renters in the same uh, accommodation, then each member gets a share uh, of the subsidy which is proportional to the number of eligible renters in the apartment, okay? Um, of course, people is uh, worried with cheating, you know. <laughs> but this is relied from the law, you cannot rent out from close family members. No, exactly. You could have been emancipated already. Yeah. Um, so what is uh, uh, what is our our strategy? It's a, so it's an IV instrumental uh, instrumental variable strategy, um, and the um, the identification comes from the fact that having an emancipated sibling depends on having an eligible sibling. So the eligibility of the sibling, oh, sorry, uh, let me, uh, uh, there's no slide about it. So we're going to use for eligibility only the age criterion and disregard the others and the uh, year. Uh, so in the, it's the interaction between the age group of the, of, the, of the individual and the year of the survey. So if it is after 2008, um, the when the policy was in place. We're going to disregard the other uh, criterion because basically, so what, well, what we thought is that the income threshold can be, is very high for, uh, is already quite high for that group of people in, in, South Sp in, in Spain. Um, and we don't have in our data the story, the story of work and employment uh, uh, of all these individuals. Um, so eligibility expressed in terms of age and years of interview uh, is, is going to be our, uh, our instrument. Um, so basically we use the eligibility of some of the sibling as an instrument for the probability that the sibling emancipate and then we use the fact that the sibling is emancipate as our uh, uh, variable to evaluate the effect uh, that it has on the emancipate of the individual. Um, in the instrument, which is the probability that the uh, in sibling is emancipated, is orthogonal to, uh, um, to the individual uh, probability of being emancipated, conditional on this individual also being eligible for the subsidy. Okay, so uh, maybe if I showed you the regression, yeah, it's clear. Let me show the regression first. So this is the first stage. Here, EB is uh, emancipation of the sibling. Uh, individual I, I in age group A at time T, which depends uh, on uh, uh, the age dummy, which is one if the individual is in the age group 22-29, the time dummy, which is one if it's a post, the individual is interviewed after 2008, and then the interaction between the two, uh, this coefficient is captured by beta, that is basically the instrument. <coughs> for eligibility. And then uh, our main regression, second stage regression, uh, controlled for the individual eligibility, so if the individual is in the 22-29 age group, is, is interviewed after 2008, an interaction between the two, plus uh, control, uh, well, the, this is the variable, the, the coefficient we're interested in, delta, which is the coefficient associated with uh, the fact that the sibling has emancipated. Yeah, it's done, mate. It's one. Did you, did you estimate OLS or, or progress or what? 
IV. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, so IV reg or? IV reg. Okay. Yeah. IV reg. Okay, and the control include education, urban area, regional dummy, uh, and uh, year and month of interview dummies. Okay. We, we, I think we have also the, well, I didn't include, but I think we use also the dummy for age. No dummy, no, we put age as a, as a continuous variable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot to send it. <laughs> so the, the data come from the European Union statistics on income and living conditions that collect cross-sectional data and longitud longitudinal microdata on income, poverty, social exclusion, and living condition. So we use the panel structure, and each individual is followed for four years, um, even if the individual leave parental home, which is the good thing for us. Um, the, the sample that we select is the sample of 18, 34 years old, so that we have some eligibles and some non-eligibles, because it's only the... 22, 29 that are eligible. Uh, the years of interview that are included are from 2005, 2010. And we only include individuals who have at least a brother older than 18 years old in the sample. So the sample restricts to 12,450 observation. So not an older sister? Yeah, no, yeah, it's an older sibling, sorry. Yeah, at least, uh, yeah, it's a brother and sister. <coughs> okay, so this is the OLS regression. It's uh, um, that we estimate uh, with uh, pool data, uh, pool data with control, fixed effect model without control, and fixed effect with individual controls. Um, so the outcome here is the probability that the individual is emancipated, and the variable that we are interested in is that the sibling has left parental home in the same year. Uh, and if it is well, it's, uh, significant when uh, we don't in, uh, control for individual observable characteristics, but then when we control for observable characteristics in both the pooled and the fixed effect model, it is positive but not significant. Um, then we have the first stage. Um, which basically is estimating the probability that a sibling is emancipated given the instrument, which is the interaction between uh, the eligibility criterion in the age dimension interacted with the uh, eligibility uh, criterion in terms of year. Um, and we see that the effect is always significant uh, and positive and actually the estimates are very similar to the one that we obtained in the, in the first paper where we only use 21 and 22 years old as treatment and control group to evaluate the effect of the policy on either on, a, on a labor force data. <coughs> so the effect is positive in, in, the, in the magnitude of 2.6, 4.3%, and, <coughs> and also the F-test is very high, which makes us confident with the use of this instrument for the probability that the sibling has left. Uh, it's 5%. Uh, it's in that sample, yeah. 
Did I say that? I used, we used, <laughs> we used the difference in difference and regression discontinuity in the first paper where we evaluate the effect of the policy. And then we use the cutoff 21, 22. Here, yeah, we use also the interaction with age. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, we'll say we use an IV design, but it's, uh, it, it exploits also the time dimension, so it's more close to the. Uh, so, you, so you don't do sort of diffusion post 2008 and regular discontinuity? No, I use post 2008 and. And before 2008, they right, just. Okay. So, so you don't actually do a pure regression discontinuity design, so you just use post 2008 and use the age discontinuity No, because we're also using data before. Right, okay. No, so? Yeah, okay. we use data from 2005. Or maybe I didn't get the question. Right, okay, I'm, I just want to be straight. So it's, it's a difference in difference basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we use a bot strategy in the other paper, and the results are very similar uh, across the two identification strategies. Um, okay, so this is the first stage, and then um, this is the this is the AV. So this is the the AV effect of uh, um, of the probability that a sibling has emancipated on the probability that I left parental home. And uh, um, the fact is negative and significant in, uh, in our specification. I, I put here just the pulled without control, the pulled with control, and the fixed effect with control. And then we also include the lag. So the, that's basically, it's trying to it's just say, maybe in the same year, so the, well, here we're looking at the contemporaneous effect, which is the effect that I'm leaving parental home given that also my brother has left parental home this year. In the second line, we are looking at the lag effect. So what is the probability that I leave parental home given that my brother has left parental home the past year? Uh, we have a problem with observation because individuals are followed only for four years. So if we, um, if we restrict to the lag, we lose uh, almost half of the, the observation. But for the contemporaneous effect, it seems uh, pretty stable uh, and negative. Is 35%. Yeah, well, uh, what, what, so we are, um, uh, we are controlling for all, for all individual variables that we can control. Um, Yeah, sure. Yeah, the individual controls are uh, educational, whether they are living in a urban area. 
regional dummies and year and month of interviews done, which take into account the seasonality effect and the trends. Yeah. But they live in the same urban area, so the region they're living in. In the same house. The same yeah. Also, in my, well, I guess it's 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 the same because they interviewed the house together, all the members of the house. Yeah, I think it's the same house the Education and the age. And fixed effect, gender. Yeah. Like the you say the statistics just or uh, yeah, just the the, the average no. Of, of, uh, of yeah. As left. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank oh, you. So you will not expect the coefficient to change much when I pass from the pool to the fixed effect. I just can't see offhand unless you have a reason why it's like I have the individual fixed effect, not the sibling. Yeah. yeah. Well, for it's for control for any, yeah, on any source of heterogeneity. Individual. Yeah. Yeah, to the specification. It, it looks like what you find here is that in the reduced form effect, they're about the same size as the main effect. So the effect of the program is about the same size for, for a negative for ineligible as it is probably for eligible. So that seems to be what you find here. That's why these coefficients are about one. So the effect is that I missed. It looks like the, the effect of the program on eligible A negative, okay, okay. Unless they delay emancipation to wait to be, so there might be a negative effect because you wait to be eligible to get the subsidy. So the effect on the uneligible may be negative because of some strategic 
decision to delay it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you delay. Yeah, exactly. And you have only four years of subsidy granted. Okay. Okay, then we're trying to look at the mechanism. Uh, so we try a few interaction with uh, uh, the, the, the number of siblings in the house, uh, uh, the existence of all in one parents versus two. Um, and here is the one that we're most, which is the minimum age of the parents. So, so it, this is the minimum age of the, between two parents. Uh, and interaction, <coughs> so basically when we control for this, the, the effect is positive, even if it's not significant, um, but it becomes negative if the age of the parents is higher than 50 years old. So because, yeah, because you multiply the coefficient of 0 0.06 times 50, it basically um, uh, outweighs the coefficient of three uh, in the first row. So it seems to indicate that if your parents are old and uh, your sibling has left parental home, you might want to delay and stay with them to take care of them in a way because no certain European parents is happy when the kid left home. <laughs> they are left with nothing to do. To do. So well, my brother might be uh, kept home uh, to take care of the parents for a while. Um, then we look at other results that look at uh, the age, so whether the, the, the kids was female or, uh, or male and uh, the interaction also with uh, um, the fact of being uh, older or younger sibling. And what we found is that uh, males live less, they live, live parental house less than female after a sibling is emancipated. Um, and that may be as well because female, if they leave parental house when they have a partner more than male, uh, they may be less induced to stay. Younger individuals live less than older individuals after sibling is emancipated, which makes sense. Um, and then the probability of staying is higher for a female if a sister has left home. Uh, and the probability of staying is higher for a male if a brother has left home. Yeah, no, there is not, so if, uh, when, when we control, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, there is no, when we control for the well sample, there is no effect, no. It's not in this data set because uh, we only have. A so, sorry, what did you ask? If you Why would you think so? I don't, I can't remember the number divided by gender. 
we need, yeah, we need to put some statistics that's good. So to, to keep the sun home with them yeah, in China. Okay. I I don't think so. There are preference for boys, I think, also in certain European countries, uh, but. For some, to stay home. Ah, really? Yeah. Okay. But in rural areas, you want some Can you give me the reference on this? Yeah. Okay. So if we're talking about the number of kids in the family, my understanding of the statistics is the major number of kids who are resident in a particular point of time, or does it also include kids who already left? It includes kids who were res yeah, who were resident at the first time the survey was taken. And then if two years later one of the kids left, he is still in the survey. So we still have him, but we can only observe variation over the time period. We don't have retrospective data. But, but then, crucially, there are some individuals in the survey who have older siblings who already have moved out and are not in the survey and they're not observed. And that's going to be possibly related to parent age, because it's likely to be the older one. parents who yeah. are suffering from you know, progressive head to nest kind of syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I need to see if, yeah, if there is a way, yeah, I need to see if there is a way to recognize other sibling that has left home and are not included, if there is a question that has it. Yeah, but that's, that's relevant as well. Mm, thank you. Okay, so um, so peer effects are your conclusion. Peer effects are among siblings are are new in a standard OLS regression that suggests that we need uh, to tackle endogeneity in the setting. Uh, and then when we take into account endogeneity reflection, peer effects become negative and significant. Um, part of explanation may be related to elderly care, um, and also the, and this suggests that this type of policy that try to incentivize youngsters to leave home should be targeted at the household level rather than at the individual level and should be probably be combined also with policy that try to take, uh, well, for elderly care as well. Um, in this, especially like it, it makes like, 
it makes sense in such a European country where um, family is basically the welfare, um, is, is, is family is the one that provides for childcare, elderly care, and uh, it might be the also living arrangements reflect uh, the type of welfare um, that is absorbed within the family. Yeah. So when you started looking at this of your own and touched it at the economic climate, especially in Spain now, I mean, what happens at the end of the four years? That will be another paper we would like to see, but <coughs> 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 because the end of the four year coincided with the end of the policy, uh -huh. was, which was 2012, which was uh, for regression. So it would be nice to, to see what happened. Um, be, be, being able to identify the effect of the interruption of the subsidy disentangled from the effect of the, effect of the recession. Um, but yeah, it's, it's another, it's another we're still waiting data because uh, yeah, we need the, the, the label for survey data for 2012 as well. But it's, it's interesting to see whether people come back home, uh, which is a prediction of Ermish did a paper on uh, uh, emancipation pattern in England and say that tighter labor market might uh, um, increase the option of come back home for English uh, youngster. So both affect the recession plus the end of the subsidy might, might enforce this actually. Okay. Any other questions?